Hi, everyone. My name is Wendy Graves, and I have a special guest here today with us on Wise Wednesdays. We have Ashley Baumeister. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Great. And she is with Fast Signs in Clearwater, Florida. If you were unsure of what brand, check out her branding behind her. She has a nice setup. So welcome to the podcast, Ashley. Thanks for having me. So we're going to just start off with some general information about you. No sign talk, no sign nerd stuff. So just tell us about Ashley, what you like to do um, outside of signs, anything you'd like to share. Well, I am a mother of a 10-year-old daughter. Um, me and my uh, significant other have been together for 12 years. And we're not married yet. Um, and we enjoy very much just spending time with family. Uh, we like to go golfing. Um, golf is actually a pretty big hobby. Um, and just, we have a dog going down to the beach, walking the dog. Um, honestly, we live in a beautiful place. So exploring is, is something I love to do here. And obviously, we've talked a little bit before, so I know you came from north and down south. So you're kind of living my dream, because I think if I could live anywhere near water, I probably would never work. I'd just be, I don't know what I would do to get to work every day. How has your change happened for you? I mean, honestly, I have not had um, any body issues since moving down here, which is a huge help, right? But when you're driving to installs and you're going around town, I mean, you're driving over beautiful bridges, beautiful scenery, definitely makes your job a lot more enjoyable. So um, Florida was a great, great choice over in New York. We absolutely love it here. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about yourself prior to joining the Fast Signs family in Clearwater, if you wanna give us some of your background sign related. So I started off in Fast Signs of Buffalo um, and I worked there for about six and a half years, managing all the production and installation, scheduling, running machines, setting up files, anything that you can imagine, I pretty much did in that building from sales to install. Um, absolutely grew my passion there by being surrounded by great people. And um, unfortunately though, working in the snow and the cold just takes a toll on you after so many years. And that's why we decided to move. But I absolutely loved my job up in New York. We did a lot of really cool fabricating and custom projects. And we do that at Clearwater too, but it's, you know, it's not your hometown. So it's a little bit different. Right. Um, but uh, so the, yeah, that's where I started. I, I um, originally I was in a printing company for, for a little while. Uh, and then I got pregnant with my daughter and I ended up stepping out for a little while. And I, randomly got a letter to apply at Fast Signs, and here I am. <laughs> As they say, it's all history, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so tell me about your primary role now at the Clearwater, Florida location. Well, my primary role would be production installation. So a lot of times I'm either working on the tables and running machines, or I'm out, you know, with the installers doing graphics and murals. Generally, I don't go up in the lift much these days, even though I am certified. And I do love actually going up in the air. It's quite an experience, right? Right. But we have men, we have some boys for that now. But uh, just making sure wherever we need to pitch in for the day, whether it's I'm out on the road or I'm in the shop, pretty much I'm, I'm there. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. And I think you, from meeting you, I know I really enjoy all of the videos that you share on some of the installs. Um, what kind of feedback do you get from those type of videos once you post it out? Are, um, since it's kind of a female group that we're um, in, but I know when you share it with everyone else, do guys say anything? Do you get, woo, look at you? You know, what's that look like from the male side? Um, actually, honestly, I get a lot of positive feedback. Um, I have probably heard mostly that, you know, people say, I, I show all my guys in the back your videos and ask them why they can't, you know, they can't work that fast or why they're not that good. And that's generally the, the response um, or just, you know, generally, wow, you do a really great job. Um, and the videos have been amazing. I've received a lot of really positive feedback on them. Um, just networking and, and expanding. Uh, and it, it's been a great experience for the videos. I'm glad that we started doing that. Absolutely. And I think it goes to show um, the girl power, you know, that can be found in the install world. And like you said, it can be inspiring to the other guys. Hey, you know, look what she's doing. And that probably might shame them. But, you know, it just goes to show that we have some of the same skill techniques um, as the guys in this trade. So that's wonderful. And that was one of the reasons I immediately reached out to you, because you do kind of fit into that role that is a traditional you know, women held. Um, in my experience, it's designers and sales and project managers, and yes, some production, but you don't see a lot of gentlemen out and about, I mean, women out and about in trucks and doing those type of things. So it was just really intriguing, and I had to have you on from that perspective. So I'm so glad you said yes. Um, so let's talk about kind of the history, how you got started, um, and we'll kind of just talk all things production and install. So when did you start doing install um, and what, how did that start for you in your profession? Well, the moment that I walked in the door on my first day, my boss put me on a vehicle wrap in the back garage and I learned right then and there. Um, she was very much, uh, you're, we need you to do this. You're going to figure it out because I have other things to do. So you, you had to be forced to be a little bit more independent and to be able to troubleshoot. And um, honestly, I thank her for that. I mean, I didn't at the time because it was stressful, right? I didn't right. know what I was doing. But at the same time, I probably would not have the experience that I have if it wasn't for first starting off with her. Um, and it, so as soon as I walked in the door, it was production, install. And the great thing is, is when I started, we didn't have fancy equipment like flatbeds and CNCs. So I learned how to do everything by hand first. And now I'm spoiled and I have all the machines, but if a machine goes down, I still know how to do it the old school right, way, right? So, I mean, that's where my passion really started was um, the owner, her name was Barbara. She now works at our corporate office. She she was amazing. Her her passion and her the way that she she cared about the brand it just developed in me, and that's where my love started because it, it's it's an amazing feeling being a female and you know being out on the the road and people being like, oh, you're gonna put up my sign, and when you do it, it that's probably one of the best feelings ever, right? And then I got hooked. Um, started just expanding my abilities, networking watching videos, just always expanding my abilities and just growing as we go through the years because we learn everything new every day, right? Um, and 
So she, she put me right in there. I think in the first week they had me in the lift. Um, her father actually trained me. Uh, and it was interesting because when I took the job, I didn't think that that was what the position was to be hundred percent honest with you. I watched our undercover boss episode and I was like, I don't know what I just signed up for. And so I just, I just rolled with it. And, you know, uh, luckily for me, I have, you know, mechanical abilities, but I had zero experience. Um, and you just got to have the right mindset. Right. And yeah. that's where. Well, and I think you just hit it, um, the nail on the head. It's totally the mindset because if you go in feeling defeated or less than, or I can't tackle this, then that's what you're going to carry into your project. And so it sounds like your spirit just came in with learning and it just has evolved so much from there. So what part of the install slash production part do you like the most? And then what part of it do you dislike the most? Um, I would say the part that I like the most is the job satisfaction. When you, when you produce something completely from scratch on your own, especially when it's a project you've never done before, when you walk away after you finish the installation, it, that feeling is a feeling of no other, right? A sense of pride. And that's the thing I love the most about it is driving around and seeing my work. The thing I hate the least about it is you're always, you know, you have to keep a schedule, right? And you're trying to always rotate with weather and people. And so, you, you, you know, sometimes you get stuck in a bind. Um, but I mean, other than that, I, I really can't say I dislike very much because everything that we do is for a purpose and it all leads up to the final product. And like I said, when you see the final product, that right there is Nothing that happened before that matters. Right, right. And especially, like you said, when your customer loves it, then, you know, it was worth all of the stress and, and you know, everything up to that. So that's, that's absolutely correct. And then you mentioned earlier about doing things pre-equipment. Pre you know, a lot of this stuff was, I guess, what people would call like older school, you know, where now there's a lot of the machines coming out. Um, can you maybe talk about what that experience was like? Because did that transition when you were still up north or more when you came to Florida, that um, machine versus old school way? Because I'm sure that was a learning curve for the production install area. Yeah, so we, we pretty much, I worked for, I think it was about two years before we got our CNC machine. Um, and so like, any type of custom cut sign, instead of us subcontracting that out, we would make a template on our plotter. Mm -hmm. I would apply it to the substrate, take a jigsaw and, and cut. And I have a pretty steady hand. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it just, it flowed very easily for me, but you know, not having that ability to, to, to study yourself, um, you would struggle for sure, right? But, uh, and as far as just like printing and mounting versus running things on flatbeds, like the setups are totally different. It's like a different realm when you go from print to mount to flatbed. So I didn't get flatbed experience until I moved to Clearwater, honestly. So I did everything print and mount with just a laminator in Buffalo. So I felt really spoiled. And then after I came on board, they added the CNC and they added the other equipment that we used to have. And now I'm surrounded by amazing equipment, right? 
Um, but I would say most of it was hand cutting, like anything that, that needed a custom shape, we did that completely in house. Wow. And that's a huge asset for a sign company, depending upon their volume, because most people don't have that steady hand. So like you said, that mechanical inclination that you have really, really showed up for them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Now, um, not all women, obviously, are in the production and install role. Let's talk about, do you, from your experience, um, do you see that changing? Do you see that that's still something that women are just not drawn to? Um, talk about that as far as what you see in the growth of women in the production install in the sign industry. Actually, I do see growth from when I first started. I think there's more of an attitude these days about, you know, women can handle just the same amount as men. Whereas when I first started, that attitude wasn't necessarily the same, right? So we've come a long way for, for women. And I think that women are embracing, you know, their strengths of, hey, I can do this. Um, and, and honestly, uh, I don't know. I see a lot of women now that are that they still do like the design and stuff, but they want to grow. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of women learn the production and install just for their own personal growth. So if they're in sales, it helps them increase sales. And not only that, it's a break from the day. It's interesting to them. And it is nice that I have actually since networking, I've met a lot of wonderful ladies like yourself you know, I, I didn't realize there was actually as many women as there are actually in our field, but it, I really do hope that more women do take on that role because it's such a fulfilling role. Mm -hmm. And do you think it's, so for me, I was actually joking with our designer, I have commitment issues. And what I mean by that is applying graphics is so scary to me because it's like a final thing. So once you measure it and once you apply it and it's crooked, you're starting all over. So I hate vinyl installation because it's such a permanent thing for me. So people like me who just are scared of it, what kind of advice do you have? I guess like not take it so serious. I don't know. Um, honestly, when I, um, when I first started, my boss, she would always, you know, let me do like samples on the mm -hmm. windows in the, in the office. Like if I had scrap material that I could mm -hmm. cut off, I would leave it on the side and just practice installing, just practicing techniques, watching videos on, on, because believe it or not, like you're, you're the way you stroke your squeegee makes a big difference. And when you first learn, I mean, you don't know, you're just like this, right? <laughs> but now I know, oh, I got to do this and this. And so you learn tips you know, to become successful, but you have to initially approach it with confidence, right? You have to go in and be like, I'm going to put this graphic up mm -hmm. one way or another, because if you doubt yourself, chances are, you know, you might overthink it, right? So you just have to have that confidence that, hey, we have a machine. It can always be redone. It's not a, you know, until you get a few under your belt and then you'll be completely comfortable because actually vinyl is one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> Um, and it's just because as you start to get used to it, it, it does become easier to where it's no longer scary. 
Yeah. And you're right. And I think it is total confidence and it's no different than any other role. You know, if you're in a sales role or if you're a designer role, you know, it is about doing what's right for the customer and doing your best, but you have to go in with confidence that you know that you have that ability. Um, you also mentioned training. And I know when you and I had talked um, a while back, you were talking about a lot of the ways that you taught yourself different things. And then of course you or um, company that you work with, they do a lot of training. Can you talk a little bit about that and like what type of training you got along the way? Um, honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I really have not received a lot of training. Um, a lot of a lot of my work is self-taught. Okay. Um, you know, just adapting to the environment that you're that you're in. So. When I first came on board, we were a really small company and the owner was, you know, she had her own things that she had to get taken care of, which is why I was hired. And so she didn't have time to train me. So I would just teach myself like, okay, I'm going to try it this way. And when it doesn't work, okay, I'll try the next one this way. And just kind of like learned from failure in a way. Um, not saying that she completely left me in the dark because she didn't, but like, you know, Fast Science does have great resources for training and and we, you know, we have that backup, which is a great part of being in a franchise, right? But a lot of it is on site or even just meeting other installers, uh, belonging to sign groups. I've learned so much from sign groups. I read posts all the time of, hey, how would you solve this? And I go, hmm, that's interesting. You know, things that, you know, networking has really probably been the biggest one because everybody has their preference and everybody does things a little bit differently. And that's where you pick up all your tricks, right? Yes. Yes. Well, and it's a, um, it's also a numbers thing. You know, if, if the salespeople sell it, they get it through to production and then it's left in your hand to install it. You want to be able to do it right and efficient for the client to be able to close out, you know, the project. So I can see why if you're not a pick a learner who wants to take that responsibility on, and maybe it's after hours and maybe it's before work that you're dedicating that time, I can see where the installation part of it requires that additional work, especially if you're not necessarily training under someone or you're new to that industry. Yeah, my boss's father, he trained me um, for about three months, uh, and I was terrified when he left. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do if I run right. into an issue? And and honestly, you know, Google, we are so thankful for the internet, right? Because when you're sitting there going, what is a good hardware for, for concrete, you know, for this amount of weight, you Google it and you'll get a whole plethora of options, right? And so just learning or keeping additional hardware on the truck for different type of reasons because of what you've ran into in the past. But uh, it, it really is like a, you have to really be independent because, you know, we, yeah, we have bosses and, and such, but when you're out in the field, you don't have your boss out in the field with you. So you, you really do have to be able to independently and, you know, learn on your own a little bit. And, and that's pretty much what I did is just research and print myself handouts and things like for like hardware references until I, until I was fully confident with my abilities. Okay. Yeah. And um, so let's say that we have a lady that's listening or um, just somebody, an owner that sees really good mechanical, um, 
don't know, pickupness per se um, in one of their team members. And let's just say they're maybe in the design aspect, but they've shown interest to translate over to the production table. Or maybe if they're at production and want to maybe do some dabbling with the installation, what kind of advice would you give to either the team member or the owner to kind of set that transition up for success? Expect failure first. And the reason why I say that is first time you come out of the gate, chances that you're going to have things 100% perfect are, are less than likely. I mean, every, even nowadays, I, I've been doing this for almost eight years now. When I put up a sign, I go, oh, man, I should have just did it this way. Okay. So, like, um, I would say that I'm all for everybody learning the, the, the back room. Like, I actually feel that sales needs to learn the back room so that they can appropriately sell what we build. And so that they also know time, because time is a big thing. They don't realize, you know, sometimes some projects takes you know, extra effort to get it to that quality. Um, but expect failure at first until that person is comfortable because nobody comes out of, I, I don't think I've met anybody who is trained in a week at, at, in this position. This position is something that is a, a learning curve and you have to really dedicate yourself to that learning curve and, and fight through and make sure that you keep your confidence up because it, it is definitely, a, you know, you're going to definitely mess up a graphic here and there when you're first learning. And as an owner, you know, you can't get upset when those type of things happen. You just have to kind of see it as, okay, well, they're learning. We'll print another one. It's not the end of the world. And same thing to the installer. You know, it's not, you know, as long as you're doing your best and your mindset's there and your intentions are good, I'm all good with you, right? Like I'm all for people learning. And I think if you learn every single position, it really helps your position. I mean, you just all around, you know how to be a better employee for the business. And I would say a, just an off topic question based off of what you were just talking about in the training aspect. I have heard that people feel at times that people don't train them properly because they're fearing losing their position. Maybe, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not gonna train Ashley correctly for this or that, or I'm just going to give her just enough knowledge so that she still can't really outpass me. Um, I guess one, have you really ever experienced that? Because you kind of actually do run side by side with um, our male counterparts in that production install uh, world, or what is your thoughts on that? You know, how do you train somebody for success if maybe they're not given all of that attention? Um, honestly, I, I mean, you have to, when you're on a team, you're on a team, right? So when you're training, you can't see it as I see, I always say, I always want to be the weakest person on my team, because if I'm the weakest, that means we have a pretty strong team. Right. And so you have to go into it. If you're being a trainer that you need that person to succeed so that you can succeed. Right. And as a trainee, yes, I, it's, it is difficult being a woman in that role. I'm not going to lie. Um, you do, you do deal with some respect issues here and there because, you know, men have egos just the same as we do. Right. But when you're a little tiny girl like myself and you're younger and this person's been in the industry forever, yeah, they don't want to listen to you. Um, but at the same stroke, 
they when they see your quality of work and they start to realize, you know, where your position is within the company, then I seem like they usually come around and then they want to learn a little bit more about what you're doing. Um, so just as far as like training goes, uh, I mean, you just got to keep an open mind, be patient with, with people, especially because it's a learning curve. Right. And just don't let any type of intimidation or, you know, respect issues get in your way. Cause honestly, Although you're a part of a team, right? You, you're there for yourself too. So you have to sit there and go, no, I don't care. I'm gonna just do what I need to do for my job and I'm gonna grow regardless of what this person thinks. And when they're open to that extra help, I will gladly be there for them because I'm on a team, right? But sometimes it's, it, it is really difficult. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I also work with my brother too. So that poses its own realm of, of difference, right? Right. <laughs> With egos and such. Yes. Me and him every every once in a while. But I mean, I I walk in with confidence. I stand my ground and I know that I'm good at my job. And if you want to learn, then come and see me because I would love to teach you. Right. Yeah. And I love that comment about being the weakest because then if you're the weakest and you know you're strong then everyone else in the whole team is going to benefit. So that is definitely going to be um, a really good mindset that I hope people take away. You know, don't hold all that strength and knowledge inside, fearing, give it out, you know, because it only makes your team and everyone else around you better. So I love that. So let's talk biggest install success and failures. So you don't need to name drop any clients or anything like that, but let's just talk about, you know, biggest one that was success, what it looked like, you know, what the project was and the biggest failure and maybe what you learned from each, um, from, you know, both experiences. Well, I would say my biggest success and my biggest failure is actually the same job. Um, when I first started, I was, I was very fresh and didn't know, you know, was still learning. And we had to build, my boss says, we need a 16 foot curved wall that has magnets and, and meeting boards on the front of it. It's gonna have pot lights and a push through sign on the face. And I'm like, whoa, I don't know how to do this. I'm not a carpenter. And, and so I just went in the back and started trying to build it. And obviously I don't, didn't know what I was doing. I mean, you could have went like this and the whole thing would have fell over, right? So. My brother actually came in the back and, and, you know, we learned together how to properly build it, right? We researched, okay, what is, what is the strongest way to do this? What is the strongest way to do that? We essentially built the job twice. Um, the reason why I say it's my biggest failure is because, oh boy, did I let that job stress me out, right? <laughs> like just trying to get the timeline in and actually when we went to take the delivery um this is buffalo and it's it's cold and the face of the wall was all pvc and as soon as we opened the back door to the delivery truck all of the sheets of pvc came flying out and shattered like shattered i've never seen anything like it in my life trying to call the boss to tell her that the entire job is shattered on the ground was probably one of my biggest failures, but it had nothing, even though it had nothing to do with me, it was just like that job that just nothing could, could go right. Reason why I say it's my biggest success is because the end product that we ended up getting to 
was pretty awesome. Probably one of the coolest, most unique projects that I've built. Um, but again, it was a process to get there. So I say success because I learned a lot from that one. And I bet you now you could build it the first time. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Right? <laughs> yes. And then um, again, just because I see your post and I know you went like 1200 miles or something down the coast of Florida, because I was hoping when I was in Florida, I could connect with you in Florida. Um, what what was that about? Again, not naming jobs, but what was that? So, um, you know, when you have a customer that needs something done at every single location, you know, like door hour changes or certain things, we like we we like to keep the you know our work for our customers within our our specific location, um, just just because we can ensure that mm -hmm. uh, our our quality of work's there. And so our customer said, "Hey, we need we need to get this done. I need every single location done by this date. Go." And I just took took my daughter to my mom's house because it was it was her last day of school. I picked her up from school, took her to grandma's, and I went on the road trip and and did the installs. Uh, and we do that quite often, um, just because we like to keep our you know our name on the work, right? And I love it. I actually can't complain. That was probably one of the most awesome work trips I've been on because I first of all I got to go all down the coast, right? And you're fulfilling. I think I installed like twenty some locations, and that's a pretty you know pretty awesome feeling right there too <laughs> oh, yeah and you took some pretty cool sign beach, beach pictures so all of us were jealous again if I worked near the water I don't know if I'd be working <laughs> so at least your boss was like oh she is working because there's signs <laughs> yeah and the great thing is is my boss was like hey you know you're going to Miami enjoy Miami go see mm -hmm. stuff like they're really awesome in that aspect that's great. Well, I can see why you bring great value to the um, Clearwater uh, Fast Signs location. And obviously you learn so much from the other one. And I just hope and I know that a lot of ladies are going to take away a lot of positive um, information from you. You know, don't be fearful to jump into production and install, you know, take the leap. And like you said, lead with confidence. Yep, lead with confidence, but don't let failures destroy you, right? Right. Because we're going to, we all have them, especially in the beginning. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your sign passion because it definitely um, just comes across when you talk about it. And that's what makes you such a special guest. And we're going to wrap up the podcast with what I call our rapid fire fun questions. So, back out of the sign world and just back into some fun times, right? So I picked three special questions for Ashley just to get to know her a little bit more. And so let's talk about if you won that lottery ticket, what would be your biggest purchase? And we're My talking we're talking millions. <laughs> let's do like millions? 50 million. Mm, my first purchase. Well, honestly, probably my first purchase would be a home because I'm renting right now and I cannot stand renting, right? Um, but a business that would be uh, to start my own business, even though I'm a millionaire, right. I still have a passion for, for right. certain things, right? And and just being able to have the the money to, to just create cool things would just be cool, right? You don't right. even necessarily, at that point, money is anything. So probably right. a home, a flashy car, and a business. <laughs> nice. Nice. And um, so if 
your friends and family were surveyed, what would they say about you? What are you famous for? Hmm. I, uh, my brother says that I am like an angry chihuahua. I'm small and feisty <laughs> and I get angry. Um, so I'm known for those things. But um, honestly, my family picks on me because of my love for my job, right? They say I'm always in fast signs gear. Um, so I'm, I'm, that's, I mean, like my life is pretty much signs, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm known for just make sure you feed me and I'm good to go. <laughs> hey, and you're walking brand. And that's what people who, who have franchises and brands love. You know, people want to be known for what they do and they do a good job. So that's definitely not a bad thing. And then um, what would you be terrible at if you did not do signs? I would say collections. I feel oh, yeah. so bad for people who do collections. You got people yelling at you all day. I don't know how the, how you can deal with angry people like that all day and not go home angry. So I don't think I could do collections. Yes, that's actually I'm too honest one. and outspoken. <laughs> you would say, no, you don't have to pay that bill. <laughs> no, like if somebody like, I, I mean, like I, like, I don't know. A lot of people get really nasty on the phone. I don't know if I'd be able to control my cool if somebody said something real nasty. Like, that's got to be hard. I, I got to give it to those people. Yes, absolutely. Well, again, I thank you so much for being a part of the Wise Wednesdays podcast. And we're just thankful to have you in the network and continue to spread your sign geek, as you call it, um, because we definitely see that you wear it well. So we appreciate it. Well, thank you to wonderful ladies like yourself who inspire me, because honestly, um, I, I, it's, a, it's a pleasure. I'm so glad that uh, we met and that we got to do this. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. And until next time, Wise Wednesdays is every other Wednesday. So stay tuned. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you.